Hello, welcome back to BioNexus Health podcast series, Autism Uprooted. April is Autism Month, and uh, before it ends, I wanted to record an absolutely awesome podcast for you. Uh, you have met uh, Alexandra from the UK, originally from Romania before. Uh, her podcast is the one that is, uh, I'll, I'll have it in the link below as well. So she had shared with us the amazing progress her son had made right at the very beginning. Um, and now as uh, additional few months have passed, Philip has made tremendous strides in his journey with autism and so many other complex issues that uh, little Philip has been going through. He's doing really well. And Alexandra is back today to uh, share with us. Uh, you may recall that, you know, she had shared um, ABA therapy progress charts at school. And, you know, the, the progress after starting Philip's uh, herbal protocol was, uh, the, the graph was just shooting upwards. So let's see, you know, uh, it, this is going to be fantastic today. And I'm uh, <clears throat> really happy that Alexandra was able to uh, uh, make it back to the podcast with us. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodi A. Dashaw. Alexandra, hi, welcome back. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. Crazy, rainy, windy, stormy, floody day today here. We've got uh, the first sunny day in UK, so we've enjoyed uh, it. We've been in the park outside the whole day. Now we are back in. Wonderful. That's good to hear. Yeah, hopefully ours will, will also clear up with all the crazy spring rains. Hopefully. <clears throat> but, um, so today you uh, are back to speak about additional progress that Philip has made. And uh, you have been... Uh, I mean, you've been an inspiration to so many. I think you know that, you know, you've been absolutely amazing. Uh, today, we we are going to see some videos, you said? Yes, um, I would right. like to share our experience so far. So we are now like seven months into the uh, protocol. And um, we've never been as happy as we are now. And I'm just sure that things are only going to get better from now on. Um, we've had several, several things happening since we started. And it's only good and positive. He's doing so well. And everything is just, just due to the protocol and because of you. Oh, thank you so much. It's very, very great pleasure. Oh, you're most welcome. It's been such a pleasure. It's it's such a blessing to help help a child. So I'm glad, you know, it's not just Philip, it's it's the whole family whose life changes. It is, it is life-changing. We've got a completely different life. Um I have been able to go back to work. Um 
even if he's going now just two days a week at nursery because we had to adjust ourselves. We had to modify loads of things into the nursery. He used to have like mold exposure and a lot of triggers. We realized which one they are. So we had to make adjustments. And even now, if he's going only two days a week in the nursery, the progress is amazing and the improving. And with a child being at home and working from home, especially with my job um, being a, a, an architect, it's, it's hard. But with Philip doing so much progress, I'm able to do it and everything is happening. I don't know. It's just good things happening in the last seven months. And we are only just, as I said, very, very grateful for everything. That's it. Of course. I'm really happy that um, Philip is tolerating all of the herbals that I've given him, all the supplements. You know, he's uh, he, he's okay with taking everything you're, you're managing. Everything is amazing. I didn't expect it to be like this. You know, when you are thinking like, oh, it's herbals, they don't taste well. I'll be honest, I'm quite... Uh, put off by the taste and the smells I've got some sensitivities but I wish I would have show you I didn't realize because I would have said I would have saved some video with him drinking it like he's enjoying it you know I've got I even got videos with him helping me uh making the the drinks for him Oh goodness! Wow, yeah, I really did. Wow. That's great. <laughs> I got him, and he's counting the drops for me, and really, really getting involved. You know, and whenever he's got like maybe not that a, of a good day, he's always like going and reaching out for, and he's showing me what he wants. And yeah, I've just realized now that I was thinking of it. Like, yeah, he's really enjoying to, to, to take them. It's part of his life now. Mm -hmm. And although he's just four years old, he's really, really enjoying it. Smart kid, smart kid. You know, at four years old, you know, uh, many of our children, um, somewhere on the spectrum, you know, the, 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 uh, the spectrum can be anywhere, high functioning, mild, moderate, severe, sensory, you know, as you know, ADHD. So many children, if not all children, are so so smart and so highly intuitive is what I've observed that, you know, and I've heard this from other parents as well that, oh my gosh, you know, that the, the, the herbals are very strong, but my child has no issues uh, once they got used to it, no issues with the herbals, and it's somehow intuitively they know that it makes them feel better. And, and you know, yes. for, for your son, it was pretty obvious, right? From the aches and pains to uh, many other symptoms to him going to, you know, feeling great, playing soccer outside, you know, gaining awareness. Um, so I'll, I'll let you tell us, you know, what improvements you've seen uh, before we go to your videos. Let's... Uh, Let's uh, hear it um, from you. I will start by remembering uh, what was happening to us when we reached okay. out to you. So I was with a child in crisis. He was, I will use the words, although it might sound um, harsh or I don't know. He was paralyzed. He wasn't able to move. He wasn't able to move hands, legs, head. He was in severe pain when we reached out to you. Um, the minute we started the protocol straight away, we've seen improvements. And if 
three months when we recorded the first podcast, we yes. were shocked. Uh, now I can tell you that we had his first uh, birthday uh, celebrated outside playing bowling, his favorite activity. Um, we are going out. He's made loads of friends. Nursery has been completely different from what it used to be. Um, it was just an episode happening because now he's going just two days a week. Um, on a Monday when I'm dropping my son to the school, my older one to the school, he comes back with me at home. He was outside with his friends from nursery and they were playing and he started, I, I told him, Philip, I'm going home. If you want to stay, you can stay. I need to go back to work. And he was saying, bye-bye, mommy. Oh, wow. I, oh, no, <laughs> said, bye. He was like, bye-bye, mommy. <laughs> and everybody was watching us. And then I was very late for work, you know, I went, I grabbed him, I right, walked right. in my arms and I said, let's go. And he started crying. I said, my friends, mommy, I need my friends, mommy. He said that. Yes. But now he's saying amazing, like everything, like he's saying when he's happy, when he's ha when he's sad, he's talking you through things that he wants, he needs. Uh, he's not like conversional in like you're not gonna ask him what did you do today and he's gonna start telling you the whole day but he is able to express what's happening what he's feeling if he's hurt he will say hurts here here and he's gonna show the place where it hurts or what's happening so we are to that stage where he's able to express feelings um he was having set up targets in nursery that we were thinking that he might succeed in about um, six months or at least before he will go to school in September. He exceeded all that and now we've got set up new targets into his plan just because he's made, making such a fast progress. And although we had from September when we started up until now, we've had several colds, viruses, he has been able to, to go through them without any regression, without losing any skills. You can see them, you can see the flares in him, but they are not a problem for him anymore. Like they are happening, but he's reacting to him in a more normal way than whatever it was happening before when we were losing his talk, his speech, his walking, everything. We were losing everything and we were uh, putting on like motor thicks and um, pain and all, all those um, triggers that were taking him to be a sad and in pain child. Now he's the complete opposite of it. He's so active. And when I'm talking of active, I'm not talking of hyperactive. I'm just talking of an active child that is willing to play, to interact, to dance, to sing, to do activities. He will wake up in the morning and because I'm starting work at nine, he will just engage the whole time from six to nine and he will just pull me to do activities with him, to work, to do puzzles, to do painting, to do everything with him. So it's been an amazing journey up until now. You know, um, 
there is something that that I uh, I wanted to uh, interject and share is um, having Philip become self-aware, become aware of his environment. You said he's exceeding his goals, you know, his targets at school already, that they have to come up with a whole new set of targets for him so quickly. Um, the most important thing was his immune system has become so regulated that, you know, uh, his pants pandas flare-ups due, uh, due to illness and flu, coughs and colds, uh, there is no regression. You haven't seen regression. You know, he's, he's bouncing back pretty well. And uh, that's, that is, that's the key. The key is to stay on the full herbal protocol, you know, as, as it is customized to every child. And this is what you will see eventually. This is called as immune modulation. So herbals are able to achieve that to be able to modulate the immune system so things flow evenly. And what we've seen over the years is any progress that has been achieved uh, using herbals, that stays. You might have flares, you know, Brian has flares, but it's minor. Uh, Brian's flares are mostly, you know, I'll, I'll see a little bit of eye blinking. So I know something is up. I'm like, well, well, whose house did you go to yesterday, you know, for, for visiting? So I know something is up and something, and he notices that as well, because otherwise, you know, surviving at college is, is hard. So I will tell you my experience for last week, because now, for example, he's in a flare right now. Um, last week in nursery, he started to have like a weird behavior. Like he started crying all of a sudden and acting a bit weirdly. And um, one of his tutors told me like, there's something going on with him. It's what's happening. And I said, I don't know. I can see him. He's a bit more um, not paying that much attention. He flicks through the things. He gets easily distracted. And yeah, I said, I don't know what's happening to be honest nothing changed we'll just see what's going on and um two days after that so this was happening on no this was happening on a thursday friday night i have seen him becoming like a bit more hyperactive and i was like what's mm -hmm. going on all of a sudden he comes to me and he says mommy knows and i was like what's happening he was having a runny nose and I was like, oh no, something is happening. Then that night he started having the fever. The next night, yeah. So Friday night fever, Saturday night fever. And then, then Sunday morning, he started having yellowish discharge from the nose. And I said, okay, so now we know what was happening. That's why he was acting like that. This is what was happening, but we didn't lose any skills. Yeah, there are things happening, changing in his behavior. He becomes a bit more hyperactive. He doesn't pay as much attention. You need to be more on his terms. If he wants to work just this activity, his activities, then you need to follow him more than you asking him to do activities that you would like or you want to work with him on something. Or No, he's going to be like a bit more difficult to deal with. But I think this is happening even with us as adults. 
me as an adult, when I'm feeling sick, I'm not in the mood to do anything related to what you want or what I need to do at work because I can't focus. I'm not feeling well. Very so true. Same thing happening in adults as well. But yes, I have managed and not just me. That's the thing because it's not just me seeing things like something is going on. Something is weird. Even his tutor told me like, there's something going on. And then we had the answer, like, look what was happening. Exactly. But yeah. I'm happy now that everybody is on the same page and we realized what, where the problem was and what's the help that he needs. And everybody's somehow on the same page. I love that. You know, um, I also uh, love the fact that you understand that PANS, PANDAS, biotoxin illness is autoimmune. And, you know, there is no cure cure from, from an autoimmune illness. You just have to maintain a clean lifestyle and uh, you have to be able to identify the trigger like you did for Philip. And another thing that, that, that I was happy to hear was that he had a fever. I love that. Right. And how did you handle fever is fantastic news. And, you know, for our children, because that's uh, in, in the beginning, most parents will tell me they don't really remember when was the last time the child had a nice fever and that, you know, he, he just recovered. Um, so what did you do for the fever? How did you manage the fever? I, I mean, you know, did you rush with medication? I haven't done anything. Amazing. I just gave him the protocol. I haven't done anything because it wasn't anything to be worried about. Like I've been with Philip with fevers about 41, 41 for 0.5. And when he was having that, yes, that's the moment when you give medication. But when you've got less than 39, in my opinion, and this is from, my, from what I've read on your book and from all the information that I'm getting from you all the time, I haven't done anything because he was able to play. He was play, able to drink, to eat. He was a normal child. He was having a fever, but I didn't give him anything like in terms of um, um, pharmaceutical medication, yes. right? You didn't do any, no, I no over the counter. Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I handle fevers. You know, um, the highest fever that I remember with Brian was 105 when he got chicken pox and he was 14. No, wait, he was 16 when he got chicken pox and pretty high fever. And, you know, he knew what to do. He, Brian just gets quiet, settles down. You know, he knows he has to stay hydrated, even if we have to do ice chips. Um, and he knows he has to sweat it out. So we, we have, you know, ex, extra bed clothes, extra bed sheets, extra towels on the pillows because we know he's going to sweat it out, right? We don't use medication. Um, 105 was uh, pretty high, but because it was chickenpox, I knew it's, uh, it's normal for chickenpox, you know, and, and I was up all night pretty much keeping an eye on him, but that was it. Next day morning, you know, he woke up really sweaty and the fever went down. That's all right. No, and that's my alarm for the medication to, for the treatment to be given. <laughs> oh, goodness. Would everything you like to is, take a break? Everything is prepared downstairs. My husband deals with it. So everything okay. is ready. No, okay. we've got a plan set. Because this is what I want to empower and to, to make 
parents aware. It's very important to follow the protocol strictly, like maintain the dosage, maintain the hour, maintain the diet. Everything has its importance. Like from the whole protocol that Philip has, and we've got quite a lot of products in our protocol, I've been able to see massive difference from a specific product and I have seen nothing from another one. But this doesn't mean that that supplement or vitamin or whatever it is doesn't have the importance into the whole picture. So for parents, my advice is just follow strictly the instructions. It's very important into the overall process. I am so happy you mentioned that. Yes, yes. You know, it is uh, most of us autism moms and uh, autism parents, we are very symptom focused. So sometimes that's good, sometimes not so good, because um, understand that, that, you know, Alexander, like you said, we have a, a lot of products in the protocol. But remember, when we looked at his labs, there were a lot of problems as well. So those have to be factored in. And, you know, uh, if we start treating things one at a time, then the others will, will reproduce and get out of control by the time we have finished treating one. So uh, most of the times it's better to address everything all together. So we see sustainable progress. Um, now, you're not going to see a big bang with everything sometimes some products work behind the scenes exactly. like right just like you know um, sometimes you will see symptoms get better but the labs are still looking terrible and vice versa happens you know sometimes symptoms haven't improved dramatically but when we rerun the labs you know about six to eight months one or two labs have to be run again just to check on progress and you will, you know, and I have, uh, and I have seen tremendous progress. Um, so that gives the, the parents, you know, a little bit of reassurance that yes, behind the scenes, the body, the organs are getting better. Things are clearing because liver, lymph, kidneys, immune system, the brain, the, the endocrine system, the hormones, they all get disrupted. Biotoxin illness is multi-system. So I'm glad you mentioned that. My advi advice for the parents is every time you start a protocol and you discuss with your doctor, please, after that, go and do your homeworks, go and read about so you know exactly what's happening. You can't just try a protocol and then blame the doctor for what you're not seeing because our expectation as parents is it will always be like oh i want to improve this or that but we don't have the knowledge that the doctors have to um, heal what is actually causing the symptoms that we would like to treat so sometimes we will see the doctors treating other things that are more important into the big picture than the symptoms that we would like to treat like straight away we all go to struggles and i do understand i've i've been doing it the hard way you know i had philip paralyzed we have we have lost all the progress but 
I do understand that there are little things happening, but those little things are not going to be lost. They will stay. So it's very important to follow the instructions and please, please do your homework and try to understand the whole process and why the, cho the, the choices that have been made for your child are those ones, because it's important for you to understand the process. Very well said. Uh, one example I'd like to give is, you know, oftentimes brain inflammation, the, your, you know, alpha, beta, theta waves in the brain, um, in the, everything, the entire physiology and chemistry in the brain responds to inflammation, sometimes infections as well. And you see symptoms that can mimic autism. And those are, you know, very oftentimes, you know, parents are very open. They're like, you know, it's embarrassing when when I take my child out to the supermarket or in school, all I hear is complaints. I'm very conscious of the fact that my child has special needs. And, you know, it it uh, I, I have other people shaming me. Sometimes family members shame me. They embarrass me. You know, so we just want my son to get better you know, and uh, uh, they find someone who is willing to put electrodes on the brain. And they say that, well, you know, things change. Uh, we, we are going to make the, the brain better, the, the brain function better. Do they work? Many methods do. Yes, because you're forcing the brain, forcing the brain waves to calm down, to work um, synchronously right? But is that sustainable? Well, you cannot force the brain. You may see some improvements. And to you as a parent, they're, whoa, okay, I'm addressing the brain directly. You know, I'm putting all, um, uh, the, all the focus on the brain itself. And then, you know, uh, here we go, comes along an herbal doctor who does all the testing. I look at the oats, test and I'm looking at, oh, wow, you know, you have extremely high brain toxin that is produced by this specific bacteria. And most bacterial toxins are detoxified through the kidneys, some through the skin. So let us go ahead and add one herb that kills the bacteria and add another herb that helps the kidneys. And you're like, okay, am I doing that? Or am I going with the electrodes to the brain? So this is something you have to understand that like, like you mentioned, Alexandra, that you know we need to get rid of the root cause. We need to look at the big picture. So you're never gonna need those electrodes. You know, um, uh, many, many children in my practice, I mean, thousands now around the world, and my son, we never needed any therapies. Uh, you know, it, it was completely out of my budget back in those days to be able to do everything, you know, uh, travel all over the place, get him detoxification, get him treatments, uh, get my herbal farm, you know, get that going, start making medicines. It it just wasn't. And, and I was trying to work as well. Right. So I could support the family. So it just wasn't going to be possible for us. Um so the most we did was physical therapy because his leg was paralyzed and, and we didn't, uh, you know, we wanted to be so much pain. So we would do that, but that was the only thing. And he did not need anything else. 
everything came at the age appropriate level. Oh, what's all right? What's up? Go no, ahead. I raised my hand because we stopped all the therapies and everything else. So now we are just doing the protocol, and he's literally learning from the natural environment. So I raise my hand for that. I'm the same in the same boat with you. And yes, I would like to really, really give parents the confidence to try to do it and to have the patience to, to follow the steps because it's step by step. But once you're stepping up, you will never go back down. If you follow the rules, <laughs> Yes. And if you understand what's going on with your child, that is that is very important. You know, um, we always send copies of lab reports. And, you know, I, I always encourage that read what's going on, you know, and, and I send you physician copies. So all of the explanation, I give you the explanation and, and you know, you, you have that in black and white written down. So just at least I... I realize that as as a as a parent and you as an architect may not be able to grasp everything, but at least it gives you an idea that there are numerous things that that we are dealing with the child, you know, and there these are root causes which have to be addressed. Um, people get you know uh, impatient sometimes after a year, year and a half, and then. I have to rein them back in and I say, do, do, do you remember what we saw in the labs? Do you remember, you know, the, the harm that is caused by biotoxin illness? You know, it's affecting the organ. So we are working towards giving your child a wonderful future. And, you know, your immune system develops. However, the, the foundation that you lay down for your child now that is the foundation, not just for his future. And, you know, why is it for his future? Because it depends on his immune system. The immune system is absolutely the, the, the ruler, so to speak, the king system in the body. Because if your immune system regulates the infections, the, the incoming toxins, the stresses, emotional stress, physical stress, if your immunity is up to par, you're not putting, you know, um, uh, unwanted stuff in your body. You're not living in a in an undesirable environment. Then that sets the stage for the rest of your life, Alexandra. You know, so obviously life happens. You can't live in a bubble. But if you have that fantastic foundation that we gave, uh, I gave mine and you're giving, uh, giving your child through his, through his puberty, or at least up until his puberty. I, I, I always give this example, you know, before puberty hits, if you can get the body back on track, establish as much homeostasis as you can, it could, you know, I have seen that the, the immune bump or jump that you get with puberty that sets you up for life beautifully in, in a good way, you know, so you, that's your child's foundation for the rest for 80, 100 years, you know, however long they live. I mean, if, 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 if they maintain this beautiful lifestyle, um, one of the videos that, that we are going to see, you know, 
you and Philip are cooking together. So he's learning. I used to do that as well with Brian. So he's learning the healthy way to cook, you know, not like five cups of sugar, you know, and and uh, all kinds of artificial colors and flavors in there, you know, in, in the cupcakes. No, you're, you're teaching him what the right way. And at four years of age, that is going to stay with him. Yes. For the rest of, you know, I remember Brian Alexandra, he was in fourth grade. He had, uh, he was able to speak in, in um, uh, uh, short phrases, uh, short sentences and in the middle of a birthday party, in, and he had been mainstreamed by then. So middle of a birthday party, everyone is eating cupcakes and lollipops and what have you. And he is fully capable. People say, oh, he's just a kid. No, very smart kids. If you teach them, he stood there. He says, no, thank you. I'm good. And, you know, he said, uh, mom is going to uh, give me a cup. Because if I used to know in advance I used to send a vegan homemade cupcake for him, but I didn't know that this was happening. And he was I fine. Tell you, I can tell you a funny experience. One of my yes. friends is uh, following your protocol. So her son is going with you, but I'm not going to name her. Okay. She will know which one I'm talking about. Um, he has been to nursery on her, on his birthday party. He, he brought cakes to all the people so the mother has made normal cakes for every, everybody else but his ones were um gluten-free and because it was the birthday she was trying to give him like a treat and she gave him um a, something from the store gluten-free but it was from the store guess what the child is doing whenever everybody opens up everybody starts eating he's like I'm not touching this. That's not made for my mom. I'm not eating it. That's not gluten-free. So he pushed everything away. Like all the other kids were like, oh, it's chocolate. Let me have it. Well, these kids are just growing up like this and they know to make the right choices. Even in the special moment that they will have, they will know. I've been out with Philip on his birthday he didn't touch the cake that has been offered at the table. So we came home and we just sing happy birthday with the cake that I've made. So they are getting used and maybe let's not judge the situation for them. Let them make the choice because I'm telling you, they will make a choice. Philip was intolerant to rice before. Wherever we were going, whatever who... It wasn't like I was not giving giving rice to him. He was going to nursery. Nursery was offering rice to him. He wasn't touching it because he knew for three days he's not going to be able to think properly, to coordinate his moves. So we would have seen the impact on him. So he wasn't touching the rice. We started the protocol with you. And one day I'm going, I'm cooking rice and I'm seeing Philip like grasping a spoon and shoveling into his mouth. And I was like, what's going on? It was gluten-free rice, healthy cooked. And I was like, something is going on. And I was like, he's going to react. What's going to happen? Nothing happened. He really enjoyed the rice. But then he's going to nursery and he starts eating rice and enjoying the food. So this is another important step that we've seen with your protocol. Foods that before he wasn't touching because they were making him feel uncomfortable. 
Now, if it's good for him and it's healthy, he will do it. So let's not think with our brain like, oh, I'm not feeling well because my son can't have that sort of chocolate or that sort of milkshake or whatever. No, this is for his life, for a better life, for a healthier life. So let's not make the choices for them. Let them choose what they want to. Yes, very well said again. I agree. Yes, you know, our experiences have been very similar with our sons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a, mothers will be mothers. I know I'm always going to be overprotective. <laughs> you know, even now, you know, I'm like, are you okay? Why haven't you responded? You know, so he goes like, Ma, I'm fine. <laughs> it's, it's just, and then I have to rein myself, you know what? You know, now he's in college, he's in med school, you know, I have to let go, but he's so sweet he the, you know the, we've been through so much they always remain with you and you know i do believe correct that me if children... i'm wrong correct What's me if I'm wrong. i think we are trying to make up for all those years where they've been in pain and we couldn't take care of the babies and we've stayed with that thing and i think that thing is staying with us for a longer time although they are trying to be philip is four years old doesn't want to be held by the hand he just wants to walk like his older brother so I'm like, no, you need to hold my hand, please. I'm feeling safer. If I, but he's like, I need to walk like my brother. I don't need to hold your hand. I know what I'm doing. I think this is what's happening. And he's going to stay to us for a little longer. Yes, yes, I, I agree. You know, it was so hard when, when he said, you know, when he had to move into his own apartment. But that's what we did, you know, made sure that the apartment was completely clean and clear safe space for him and we just just drove back home that was it you know and thankfully you know praise the lord he's only about an hour and a half away right you know and uh, it's easy enough for us to to visit and i've been blessed with with everything you know with all all the gifts from above so I know Brian is going to pay it forward. He's going to help many, many children. And I, and I, and many of my children around the world, I think all children that I treat, you know, I, I, I treat them as, as if I would my own child. And I get so thrilled because so many things that I did not see in Brian, I'm seeing in, 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 you know, the other children that I treat because the kind of progress that you're seeing in Philip at four I saw in Brian at seven, you know, the kind of language that some of other children are, are developing at like eight, nine years old. Brian did not have that to 12, 12 and a half, you know, the, the good fluent language, understanding nuances and all of that. But that's why, you know, it took me seven and a half to eight years to, to make him stable with all that was going on. So, yes. So I think, you know, uh, uh, our children are such bright lights. I think they are going to help many, many people in their own way. Yes. But I think they're going to be helping people. Yes. Oh, we, are, we are raising such beautiful children now. You know, um, so there is another child on the BioNexus protocol that is, is going to nursery, is speaking, is making choices. So I, I, I can't wait to follow up with that mom. That's amazing to hear. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. We've got progress from all over the places. As you know, I'm helping many, many moms. Yes. I'm 
aware of so many progresses, but oh. you find them on the right time. So I know I'm I know the inside because I'm connected with them like daily on a daily basis. And we are so happy. We can see the kids changing day by day. We are looking at the pictures and their physiology is changing, you know, everything is changing. And all this progress is just bringing us happiness. And we are so grateful for everything, Dr. I'm going to keep repeating myself, but this is the feeling. I'm so grateful for everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're going to make get me emotional. cry. You're going to make me cry now. You know, um, you, you mentioned physiology. Yes, I, I remember. I still have a photo. You know, I remember Brian had become stick and bones, literally sticks and bones, because we didn't know. You know, the only answer, oh, well, you know, kids on the spectrum, this happens, mitochondria issues happen, they get, you know, it was the, the infections, the toxins were were eating up, eating him up from within, you know, the, the, they were devouring him, I know. he was stick and bones. And then I had another patient um, in New Jersey, they recently moved to Florida, the same way he was extremely skinny, you know, extreme food intolerances, fully inflamed, poor little kid. Um, they moved to Florida, brand new house, you know, mom followed all of my instructions how to uh, build and whatnot. And oh my goodness, um, this child, he came on the video and first of all, I did, I mean, you know, I know that this family only has the one child, okay, that there's only one son. And I'm looking at, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> it looked like a whole other, you know, his cheeks have filled out, he's getting taller, you know, he's gained weight. And got a video with Philip. Oh my gosh. I'm always going back to it because he was just looking like a skeleton. It was literally looking like a skeleton. I'll put my phone up because I, I didn't send that to share it, but look at his face. Oh, Look at his face. His cheeks are sunk. His che <laughs> this was one of the things that were happening to him. Cheeks were sunking, temples were sunking. It was all weird. Like his physiology was changing every single time a virus or something else was hitting him. Every single time he was picking up something, the facial drop and all those facial movements were the things that we were picking up that they were happening. But now, he's incredible. Yay. First two that months, so awesome. First two months after we started the protocol, it was the first thing that we've noticed. We put him on the scale two more kilograms, and I was like, "What? No, my scale is not working. I'm going back on it." I was waiting myself. It was okay. Then I, I pick him into my arms, and I, I was waiting myself with him, and it was like. That couldn't be right. That couldn't be right. Yeah, small steps, small steps, but so important, so life-changing. Yes, weight gain, you know, you know that the immune system, the load on the immune system of all the triggers that we identified in the labs, that has greatly reduced in order for the body for the gut to start absorbing the nutrition, to start assimilating the nutrition, and for the body to start growing. Yes. Yes, yeah. We not we never really reached that stage. So, you know, I, I would say to a minimum to a moderate level is what we achieved. But um, I guess that that was 
the price we had to pay so I would learn and I can help thousands around the world. So thank you for that. It's still a blessing. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing all the information. Thank you for accepting us with all the silly questions that we might have with all the procedure. We are just Aww. learning, but I'm sure everybody starting this journey, we are here for the same thing for our kids, trying to make them be happy and healthy. So thank you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. My pleasure, of course. It's an honor to help a child. So shall we uh, watch the videos? Yes. I'm going to go through the videos. I'm going okay, to cool. on top of them. But um, yeah, it's going to be emotional. Uh, first, I would like to share um, a video when we were trying to do a procedure. So we, were, we have tried to do an MRI scan and um, we had some oral medicine, which didn't work for us. And I want to share uh, my screen and show you, let me know if everything's work correct. I'll get back to this video. This was right after, right after, like a couple of hours after we were trying to do the procedure. You can see oh, no, Philip moving and not being able to control his legs, not being able to control his body. Slow down, Philip, because you're His posture and his low muscle tone. And we weren't able to do the procedure because his body reacted to, to the substance. And um, yes, yes, I, I can see that. he's losing his balance. He can't even walk straight. So they, they had to give him some kind of a sedative so that you would be able to do a, 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 an MRI, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we weren't able because he woke up before we were trying to get oh. the, before we could do the images. So this was a failed procedure. And after that, he reacted to that substance because this is what was happening with Philip. Every single time he was taking something allopathic, he is reacting to everything from the simplest mm -hmm. thing that he would give like to lower the fever or anything, he reacts to them. Uh, that was another reason why we chose you to help us. So this is Philip reacting with fever. And from this moment, he started developing loads and loads of ticks. Like you can see his eyes. Yes, yeah, we can see his face drop. Face drop. And after that, like two weeks after that, what was happening is we losing the walking. He was in severe pain. His hands starting to paralyze, not being able to move. And now I'm gonna share that video with what happened. So what's he, happening? He's a hyperactive child that wasn't able to go on the stairs where he usually was running up and down. Look at his hands, how they were bending, and he couldn't put his legs up. Oh, he was in pain. He couldn't even take one step without being in pain. And he was also he also couldn't move his hands he was having like cramps and if you can watch his left hand 
how he's bending up. That was the movement where his hands were going. Look, you see, he's not able to move from that. And it was happening like several times in a minute. We were having this reaction from him and he was, wasn't able to control his hands anymore. Several and times a minute, you a have minute. motor tics happening, right? You know, these choreform yeah. movements with his arms yeah. and yes, I'm blinking. After that, he was just laying down in bed and wasn't able to get off the bed or move his hands or his legs. And he was only crying, Mommy, help. That was the only thing that he was able to say when he was able to speak because he wasn't able to speak most of the time because of the facial drop and the facial paralysis mm -hmm. that he had. Um, after we started the protocol, um, this year in February, we've been and we, we managed to do the procedure and he has been asleep. And uh, you remember we had a, um, an appointment before that to discuss what I should do. And you've told me that you are confident that he's gonna go through without any problems. As a mom, I've been scared now. I was being very, very anxious. I'll show you a picture. This is Philip before the procedure. He's calm and settled in the hospital where before he was crying the minute we were parking. This is a video with Philip right after the procedure when he, where he's cooperating with the nurse. Keep your finger inside, Philip. Where before I was just holding him with force to be able to measure his vitals and so we had the procedure he has been asleep he waked up he stayed in the hospital for not more than two hours and then we went home and when we came home this was philip oh he's having fun he's just playing he's With playing his jumping He's yeah. going up to his brother. His brother was tired, but he carries on jumping and playing. And look yeah. on the control that he has in a trampoline. Yes. Comparing to the previous episode where the substance was something a lot uh, weaker than what he had now. And um, yeah, I, I couldn't be more happy. And yeah, his speech was so good after, and he made several progress, no regrets. It was incredible, to be honest. And now I can go through, if I should go back and play him walking, trying to go up on the stairs and not being able to walk. So this was Philip again, more than seven months ago. And this was Philip. This was Philip like last week. Oh my goodness. Like oh, the control that pass he has the ball, over Philip, the ball. Pass the ball, pass the ball Philip. Oh, oh no. Pass so it. maybe for other parents, this is not progress. Maybe for other parents, this means nothing. For me, it means the world. After seeing my son laying down on a bed, not being able to move, being in constant pain, him being able to play football with his brother outside, going on his birthday and play bowling, um, doing all these activities, and especially, especially, especially 
uh, wait, because I can't see the videos. Um, here is him jumping and dancing with his brother, doing a game. And he's fully aware, holding his um, Nintendo yes, Switch. Yes, Mama, well done! Oh, he's aware, you know, his, his big eyes are looking at you. He's aware exactly. that you're making a movie. Exactly. He knows that I'm recording. <laughs> He's, he, he's copying his brother. He's, he's copying know, the man. moves and doing everything, you know? <laughs> and now he's just copying the blue uh, thing from the skin. From the blue, mommy, follow the blue. Oh, he's gotten so strong and big and so yes. beautifully coordinated. He's talking, he's aware. It's just, yeah, you, you made me emotional, you know, looking at Philip in that way. It's progress into the nursery where everybody, like the week was for everybody else and he's able to do the activities, planting flowers and doing all that. Oh, this is at school? Yes, in nursery. This is him in nursery following an activity and I've got a lot, a lot of progress. This is Philip, but if by now he was only looking at the tablet on the videos without making sense of what was going on. Now he's able to literally play games, like following the puzzles and doing what he's required to do. And he's even copying the, la the language. And he's I'll calm, play. he's, yeah. calm. he's focused, he's you know, problem solving here. Well, as I said, I'm working, I'm working from home and he's able to do, to stay at the table and do his own activities. Like I'm putting activities on the table for him and he just follows. Like this is the play disco that he loves to do. So basically he's playing with the Play-Doh and following the activities and the moving what's happening on the tablet. And he's interacting with that. You know, and Alexandra, one important thing for everyone, look at, so he's aware, he's aware that you're, you know, important thing to note here is that there is no visual stimming going on. He is following an activity and, and doing a game. He is in charge. He is able to stop at will. He's listening to you. Yeah, exactly. So this is a child in control. He's doing something productive. He is, he really is. And here I've got him, uh, sorry. I'm just trying to go to Oh the... my gosh, this this kid is gonna just make me cry about <laughs> today. Uh, I got him writing somewhere, which makes me the happiest because now he's able to where is it? Does it I can't see it anymore? Uh, yes, he, he was drawing something. I remember you had shown. I have shown it to you. This is in nursery. This is where he's drawing in nursery. Right. But he was drawing at home as well. You said, right? There was yes, something. I need one single se uh, second so I can sure. see sure, which one. Really. So it's straight. Is this one. So he came into my office and he was trying to show me something and I didn't understand. But if you go and follow him. I was just happy that, that he's holding the pencil, you know, it's like 
one big step for me to be able after not Hold being able properly. to coordinate his hands and have them paralyzed no. to be able to hold the pencil for me it was an amazing step so he said he just said head are you happy what he was no. talking about hold it nice that's it good job he knew that he made me very happy good job well done i was getting that's very happy because he was holding the pen and but now he starts saying line look how nice you're doing it wow he was saying it's, it's a line. line. Good job. Are you making a tree? Yes. Are you making a brush? Yes. A splash. <gasps> the wind is making splash, splash, splash. Whoa. <laughs> it gets over of my excitement. Of course. No, no, of course. Yes. So he actually said draw, line, splash. Yes. And so he's, he was imagining that that stencil yes. it's a whale that it's splashing yes. water so i don't know this moment made me so so proud of him and from there this morning he was just making us a, a sun he was drawing a purple sun oh um, i've got so many videos but i just selected some of them just for other parents to acknowledge what a child might be and what the struggles they might go through. And you can just associate them with steaming or with anything else, while there is another root cause for whatever is happening. And you really need to dig down deep and try to help them. Most of the time they are in pain and we are not aware of it. We are just thinking, oh, you know, it's the autism, let's embrace it yes there's nothing to embrace in pain when the child is in pain there's nothing to embrace you can embrace the child but that's not going to help the pain so thank you doctor for making us able to have all this experience thank you for the journey Well, you've made me speechless, as I'm sure, you know, many moms uh, and uh, dads watching will be speechless watching how, watching Philip's journey, pretty much. So thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for sharing. You know, I know it reaches Alexandra. I've had moms from countries whose names I haven't even heard of, you know, parents like uh, Guam, you know, it's a small place somewhere near Australia, New Zealand. I, I have one mom from Guam who got hope watching the, the podcast. Um, there was another dad from Eritrea. I had to go look it up on the map, getting all choked up. I had to go look it up on the map. Where is, and you know, it is thanks to uh, mothers like you who are willing to share. I am willing to hope. share because there are loads of parents that, oh, most of the time, just confuse what's going on. And as parents, you choose the easy way, like they choose the easy way, you know, as kids to, to, to show you things. Like it's easier to show a tantrum than to do the, the right language and all that. So us as a parent, we can just 
say, oh, I'm embracing this. I, I couldn't embrace it anymore because I could have seen him crying and asking for help. And I'm just hoping that parents being able to, it's hard for me as a parent to share like personal videos with my son, especially him being in pain. It's family that I didn't share these videos with them. But if one of these videos will help one child, one parent watching it will realize, oh, my son is doing this. Maybe I should look it up. Maybe I should try to dig down deep and see if there is more. Um, I think I'm going to be more than happy to share everything that we are going through. And now I'm just looking backwards and um, I hope I would have had somebody sharing this sort of information with me as well, because maybe I would have acted more rapidly than I did. You know, it is, let's leave it at that. It is so beautiful. I'm feeling wonderful. You're feeling wonderful right now. We I'm so happy that we can, we can help the kids. Well, that was just, I don't know. I don't have any words to describe uh, Philip's progress. That was just totally mind-blowing, wasn't it? It's mind-boggling. Um, I'm so glad Alexandra was here to share that with us. And, um, you know, I, again, I don't have any words. I think the videos and Alexandra's description said everything that needed to be said. So I hope that was helpful, educational. Keep smiling, stay hopeful, and take good care of each other. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugged. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.